never miss the latest game tea. Check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook at the Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your sip and pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show. And thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp i'm zach and i'm czar okay there's clearly some tension because of the last two playstation and nintendo events which we'll get to so we're gonna ease into this by starting with the question we always start with what are we playing right now boys all right, well, I went back to a classic. I stopped. I put Skyrim down. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Swanky Box lately, getting ready for the spooky season. So I went hold, back. Hold, hold on. What? Swanky Box. What on, is Swanky Box? On YouTube. He's okay, a YouTuber. Cool. I'm yeah. glad that you also Oh, no, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> all right. Well, shout out to Swanky is it, Box. Is He's it like awesome. Solid Fingers? No, 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 no. He just does a lot of game <laughs> theories videos centered around like the Mario universe and Zelda. Uh, But he does a lot of Luigi's Mansion videos. And as Uh, the spooky season is coming up, I went back to the OG GameCube Luigi's Mansion. Oh, really? How's that been going? Oh, I love it. It is it is that wonderful nostalgic trip down memory lane. What's ironic is I always thought Luigi's Mansion 3 is one of the best games that have ever come out for the Nintendo Switch. I think that is a dangerously underrated video game that came out for the Switch. I... I don't know Even about... Even Zach's face right now is like, what? Really? I don't know about underrated. I mean, everybody loved that game. I do think the original was better just because of the place it held in my childhood. Like, constantly... dangerous. It really is. Just constantly wandering those haunted hallways time and time again, and the glorious satisfaction of catching all the ghosts in a room, and the, the room lights up, and you're yeah. safe. I just... I get all of those childhood feelings again. Okay. Not to mention, okay. I do love the collector's aspect of making as much money as you can to get the best house. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Zach, not only do you have some new games, you've got a new little device there. What do you have? I have a Steam Deck. Yeah? Ooh. And how's that been going? It's been good. It's 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 Linux, so I'm learning Linux right now. But, hey. You know, it's, it's been a good time. It's been good. I'm surprised at how nice the trackpads are. And uh, it's like, it's pretty powerful. The Linux mouth breathers are so excited. that Like, they said Linux. It happened. <laughs> they hey said now. the word. They, they said, said the it. word. They said Linux. Um, and yeah, I'm learning there's a lot. There's a lot to it. And so I've been messing with that. I got World of Warcraft to run on it. So Okay, and how's it been looking? I mean, it what looks is like, it? wow. It, it looks yeah. like wow. World of Warcraft is not a uh, beautiful game by any means, but it's it runs perfect on the Steam Deck. Looks great because it's you don't need high resolution. It's a cartoony game, so I mean that's good. oh, that's it's good. just and it, on the table. and it's broken. <laughs> and I need a new one. And now he just broke his Steam Deck. Patreons, uh, help me Patre- out. <laughs> Buy Zach a new Steam Deck. You heard it here. He got it and broke it on the same episode, and on, now he needs a new one. You Instantly. get on like Kickstarter or what's the page you go to for people who are like. 
my daughter needs eye surgery. Yeah, that's like Kickstarter. Yeah, it's go like, fund me. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, I think GoFundMe is what JP is going with. Oh yeah, yeah. GoFundMe. That's the one. It's like, look, I know there are kids on here that need new knees and dogs that need like eye surgery, but I broke my Steam Deck. Help a poor deprived Help gamer Zach. out. <laughs> Uh, Guys, this kickstand blows. Oh, no. He's still messing with it. It's, it actually did break. What about you, JP? What are you doing while I try and uh, fix this kickstand? Okay, so <laughs> I'm still playing The Sims. <laughs> Damn. I'm still playing The Sims 4. Now, I've been deviating a little bit to also play the Repack Collection on my Switch. But for the most part, I've been playing The Sims 4. And it's really funny because I started this world with Christine, right? With George George. With George George. Yes, yes George, George George. Now... We were fucking, like many other people who are first-time home buyers, dirt fucking poor. Yeah, I feel that. Right? Retweet. Retweet. So, Retweet. Because of, so, be- yeah. so because of that, when Christine put pink cabinets in our kitchen and a rainbow pride <laughs> door on our house and two toilets that she calls the dueling toilets. The dueling toilets. Next to each other. I was like, yeah, fuck <laughs> it. We're poor. Why not? But then... We both got careers in the game as artists, and now we've got cash money. So one day when she wasn't at her apartment, I just was playing the game without her, and I redid the kitchen, I redid the bedroom, everything looks so fucking fancy now. And she came home, and she was livid. She was like, where's the pink cabinets? We were reverse robbed. Where's dueling toilets? They took all our crap and put nicer things (laughs) in. Where's the pink colored sink? And I'm just like, I thought this was the plan. This was the plan all along. So what she started. What you have there is a failure to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> so so she created a new saved file because she got mad. She's like, I'm going to create my own. We're getting a divorce. Named Carl. Breaking up. She named her character Carl motherfucking Jones. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Carl Carl for the Carl, Carl, Continuity. Carl Carlton. And she just... <laughs> She put a box for the rooms, but there's no lights, there's no carpets, there's no floor. It's one box with a bunk bed and a toilet that's under the bunk bed. (laughs) And five mirrors. I'll show you. I'll put myself in prison. And she's like, I'm so fucking happy right now. (laughs) And I'm just like, because Christine and I are planning on moving in with one another like next year. And we're just like, I'm just like, you, by the way, thank you. And I'm just like, "Uh, I don't want dueling toilets you know what they say about when you move in with someone that's your big test if you can actually like you know marry them because it's like if you can stand them well, i don't know that bullshit the, yeah oh then god they're probably my, worth keeping around my beautiful flower defecates like the rest of us filth mongers <laughs> <laughs> all right so we went around we talked about what we're playing everyone's calm everyone's cool everyone's collected and that's you know, good. side tangent side tangent what's your side tangent why the fuck is it so weird for women to fart? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't get that. Like, what What guy, like, started? Because, you know, it had to be a guy. Yeah, it was like, sure. oh, no, women don't fart. They don't do that. I'm sure all the gamers at home with their hordes of women know the answer to that question. I'm just sitting here, like, Krista, like, we're, like, three weeks into dating, and she accidentally, like, farted or whatever. Like, and I was, and she was, like, so embarrassed. And I go, and then I just fart right next to her, and I go, oh, what's the big deal? Nice job. That's a good save. <laughs> Your shit's weak. Here, let me show you. I'm just thinking here, like, why? I don't care. I, fart when you want, how you want. I fucking live by Shrek's words. <laughs> Better had, out than in. I had an ex-girlfriend when I was still living in my fraternity house that she was sitting on my lap, and we were, like, watching a football game, and the poor thing sneezed and ripped 
the biggest oh, no. fucking fart. Like, that it shit was... cannot be healthy. Like, people do that. I'm saying, no, like, these poor girls. It's <laughs> like, you can't help it. But now she crawled. She put a blanket over herself, fell on the floor, and started to crawl out the door. Yeah. <laughs> crawl out home. What else do you do? What do you do? <laughs> Just crawl at home. Good side tangent. All the gamers at home are like, yes, yes. I'm... I don't know what you guys are talking about. My wife and I have farting competitions, and she always wins. Ew. Like, Good. <laughs> Good. No, oh, that's <laughs> proud of her. <laughs> Good for you, Lauren. <laughs> Lauren's so mad right now. She's like, why would he say that? I don't fart. If, if we are ever in a public establishment, I, I do. I cover. I say, oops, I farted. It gets smelly because, you know, sometimes you got to let one out. And it's like, Ooh. how would you like to be stabbed with an ice pick in the other shoulder? <laughs> so you're like, oh, not again. Oh, not again. <laughs> I only have so many tendons. <laughs> okay. There's tension in the air. It's all by, by Be- JP. <laughs> yes. No, that's not true. Okay. Okay. Here's what we're doing today. Uh-huh. Over the last week, we got spoiled, and we had a Nintendo Direct and a PlayStation State of Play. Yeah, we're I was gonna- finally right. There was a Nintendo Direct. Still looking Two for Two and a Xbox. half months later than I thought. <laughs> I mean, eventually you gotta be right, right? Even you, once in a while. Broken clock is right twice a day. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> And ever since then, the three of us have been bickering over text message about the quality of each showcase, who had it better, who did things right, right? Now, first we're going to talk about the Nintendo Direct, which means, of course, this is going to be Zach's wheelhouse. I don't want to get into any of the actual comparison of the events just yet. I just want us to talk about the quality of the Direct as it stands on its own. Truce? Yes, and then Truce. on another episode, we will be discussing the PlayStation State of Play and how that compares and, with Nintendo yes, Direct. Yes, and I'll give it to Zach. He is right. The tension's caused by me. Think, yes. thinking, that I'm, thinking that I'm right. I'll give that to him. He's correct. But again, we're not talking about that right now. Right now, all we're doing is talking about the Nintendo Direct. So, Zach, this is clearly a day for you. I guess I'm just going to turn the floor over to you by before we actually kind of dissect the direct and get into what everybody has to be excited about. How did you feel about the overall quality of the direct? You know, every YouTuber that does Nintendo stuff, every Twitter person, influencer, whatever, has called this one of the midiest mid directs that they've ever seen. Do you agree with that? the fuck? I thought we were just going to go through it first before we grade it. Like, damn, JP. Well, He's not, just not, bringing out the big not a, questions. Not a grade yet. Just, like, in general, like, how did you think the showcase was? Did it meet the hype? No, I mean, that was fine. <laughs> it was fine. I thought it was fine. I, so I guess I, I would agree with the mid comments, but, you know, should yeah. we tell them why we think it's mid? Well, we'll get into uh, more of, like, grading at the end, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, what I are some... I think he's of... trying to frazzle me, Zar. Eh. I'm not, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm off not. kilter right now. This I am just not op- trying to frazzle you. This, this is, is just opening arguments, you know, stuff we like... We just call the truce. <laughs> yes, yes, true. Okay, okay, you're right, okay. How would you like to go about talking about the Direct today? You know, I don't want to go through every single one. I think we can summarize about 60% of the great games very quickly. I think you're totally right. Oh, absolutely. So I I have kind of put the most important stuff at the front of the script. And so we're going to save that for a little bit. And we'll just kind of go through some of the quick hitters. All right. Quick hitters. Okay. Quick hitters. Let's do it. um, Okay. So I I like 
the sizzle reels because they're quick and to the point. I wish they would have put more into the sizzle reel and it would have been like a 25, 30 minute direct because there was a few of these I thought could have been included in there. I totally agree. Um, which, I mean, first one I'm going to say is going to hurt JP's feelings a little bit. It's a great game. But again, it's a game that's already out. It's that Life is Strange Arcadia Bay collection. Okay, no, I 100% agree with you. It Look, Life is Strange is great. It's been re-released a dozen fucking times. I don't care anymore. I just don't. I, no, I 100% agree with you. So oh. I'm glad it was in the sizzle reel. Right, and I wish, yeah, so I wish they would have added more to it. I'll Pretty much I'm going to sizzle reel through these for that exact reason. So Life is Strange, great game. If you haven't played it yet, what a good collection to get started with. Uh, Romancing Saga, the Lego Brick Tales, Disney Speed Storm, and then Fall Guys Season 2. I was probably saying throwing Fortnite Season 5 or 7 right now. Oh, dude, they're too. like Season 9 for Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I thought it was kind of silly how they did that, but... I mean, Fall Guys is a fun game, so shit, there it is. So the whole objective of the sizzle reel is just to fast fire, like, things that are coming up, but don't necessarily on their own merit, like, full, like, let's dive into this game, right? Yeah. Um, and then we'll get into the memes. Um, if you heard, I and I did look at this, and I even put in some together, oh, the only show was Farming Sims, and that is just not accurate. Um, I do think they could have been more strategic in this direct and spread out the farming sims because it, <laughs> it was kind of funny that they went from Harvest Moon, a wonderful life, which people are excited for. Yeah, bring back Harvest Moon. That was a that was a really cool IP back in like the early two thousands. Yeah. Well, it's it, that's the thing is like, yeah, that's what most of the flack for this specific direct has been. Right, is that it was the farming simulator extravaganza. And it's one of those things, like, if you're excited for the farming simulators, like, that's fucking awesome. Well, hey, we're, it's harvest time. This is, this is yeah. harvest. This is fall. But do we need four of them introduced simultaneously in one direct? How else are we going to feed the world? Um, I don't know. Fucking, <laughs> everyone could just eat thumbtacks. Don't do that. Don't eat thumbtacks. Don't eat thumbtacks. <laughs> it's uh, how you get your iron. So I don't have a lot to say. Like I mean, I know there's a lot of people that are excited for Harvest Moon because they they like farming sims, and that was a good IP at once. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then they literally showed right after Harvest Moon, Fay Farm, which looked very similar. It had more of an indie style to it, I would say, but it, yeah, it looked fine. Um, and then Harvest Ella is interesting. That was later in the uh, direct, so it wasn't like right after it, but it is a JRPG first, but then there's also like simulator things you can do on top of it. And there is a farm simulator in that game, um, which I thought was kind of funny. It's also like a, a romance simulator too. Like it, it's a lot they of almost, different things. What does this game want to be? And then I see that one that's not included here was also Rune Factory 3. Yes. So I got Rune Factory down later um, because it's again in the same vein as Harvest Ella. Um, it's it's a it's an RPG that has a farm sim, but that is like, again, kind of like you're doing Harvestella Harvestella uh, injustice when you say that because it also has monster care, uh, or I guess maybe uh, Harvestella didn't have the uh, romance options. That shows how much of a novice uh, Harvestella fan I am. But yeah, look, let uh, me help you save your money. Just buy Stardew Valley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rune Factory has been going around for a long time. It's a really good game as well, from what I heard. But it's got a bunch of other stuff like you can like do pokemon in it too as well there's like monster care uh you can transform into the monsters and then they also have like uh kind of like Stardew valley where you can like find those like people that you want to marry or whatever okay okay very cool and, and then 
yeah, so those were the farming sims that kind of got a bad name. Four of them in a 40-minute direct isn't terrible, but they could have been more strategically placed. I mean, like, if it was a 40-minute direct, I think, like, the issue that I have was it easily took up 12 to 15 minutes of a direct that was only 40 minutes. And that's all farming simulator. Now, I- I'm not saying I'm uh, that's right or wrong. Uh, that's just my personal gripe with it. Did they, I think it took up like five or six minutes. Did they end up like going into doing the classic Nintendo Direct spiel where like they examine the gameplay and it's like, and you can plant your tomatoes at dawn <laughs> and harvest them at noon. And yes, so, they like, did. There were they several did, they did that. For. Go ahead, look it up. They didn't. It was like 30 seconds long for Rune Factory. Oh, sorry. Like each of them got 30 seconds long. Like, and that, that's okay with me, but like if they were to break it down with the harvesting of the tomatoes at dawn, like that you can't do for all four games. That's too much time. That, I mean, I think that's a part of it, but it's just like the other issue is when you introduce so many farming sims in one game, in one direct. And by the way, I like farming sims. I can't keep straight which one is which one, you know? Like, Absolutely. In that my was head, my it's just, problem. In my head, it's just one big farming simulator and I can't like except for Rune Factory that one stood out a little bit because I remember it had more with the RPG mechanics and the monster care and whatever but still it almost seemed as if the announcer whispered a little bit when they were like in this wonderful RPG slash farming simulator (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just saying like that for everybody that's been calling this a super mid-direct this here is exactly why they think so. It's because of the large introductions for farming simulators. Now, I think it's unfair to say that's all that was here, but it was clear that in this Direct, Nintendo wanted to put emphasis on these games, right? Otherwise, they would have just been in that little sizzle reel. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I feel like the farming simulators were stuffed pretty tightly into the mid of the direct yeah which is kind of the dropping off point where people check their phones they go get some snacks fair like the beginning and the end is what people really watch and that's where people skip to in the video and so i think where these trailers were located it it was good fluff you know it filled the time that nintendo needed to fill okay that's a fair way of thinking about it too zach let me ask you of the farming simulators that were introduced which one do you think has the most gameplay and the most to offer people who are interested in this type of game? You're asking the guy who doesn't care about farming sales, which one he liked the most. <laughs> I guess Rune Factory 3 and Harvest Stellar are a tie because they both at least have more things to go with their farming simulating. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, come to think of it, yeah, that was what about not... What about you who actually farms sims? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Um, Someone who has an actual invested interest. I think Harvest Moon looked like it has a lot to offer because it might not be necessarily the most innovative farming sim, but at least it can also hook into the nostalgia a little bit because so many people have those fond memories for Harvest Moon. So you can get that crowd a little bit. I will also say Harvestella, I actually thought looked pretty stellar. I liked the art style. I liked the idea of like, I don't know, because like if I want the thing with Rune Factory is if I really want something that's more oriented towards, like, the monsters, I'll play Pokemon or finally give Monster Hunter a try. Yeah. <laughs> like Zach's yeah. been begging me to do forever. I'm dirty facing him right yeah, now. I yeah, I see can't it. see that. <laughs> I, think, I think Harvestella, like, of all the farming sims introduced, will probably have 
the most to offer where every mechanic was probably like really fleshed out and really done well. I say don't sleep on that. Like that, in my opinion, <laughs> looks like the best farming simulator <laughs> that's in this list. But Zara, did you have any uh, any? Uh... I'm trying to think of a good farm pun here. I'm sure he'll come to me after the fact, but yeah. <laughs> um, I Maybe once he's done hoeing around. Hey. <laughs> I got you, Zach. Uh, it was a little forced, but I'll take it. Uh, oh, it totally was. <laughs> there was no build up to that. Um, I, I think Harvest Moon is probably the one that caught my eye the most just because the nostalgia. Na- the nostalgia. Yeah. It's, it looks like Did a cool revive. Harvest Moon? A little bit. Like, I mostly just played the demos that were at any superstore in the video game aisle. Or the McDonald's, yeah. like, in the little play. Yeah, when they those? had the game, the GameCube controllers, yeah. Harvest Moon was always on those demo Guys, games. McDonald's sounds sick. I don't fucking remember that shit. <laughs> you don't remember that? Like, the yeah, McDonald's used to have, like, that little booth with the yeah. GameCubes and the N64. Yeah. And then they'd give you, you'd get a Happy Meal, and then you'd get a VHS tape. It was, like, the yeah. best what? time to what? ever what? go what to McDonald's. Talking about? Yeah, you never like, saw those? They, like no. Ronald McDonald had his own cartoon series that you could buy through Happy Meals. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. There was like eight or ten episodes. They sucked ass. But yeah, they were <laughs> awful. But you know, it was mostly just product placement advertisement. <laughs> it was fun. Anywho, yes, Harvest Moon looks looks good to me because it's a revive of the series, uh, and that's pretty much the only thing I have a vested interest in. Okay, right. so then we'll go on to another game: is Factorio. Which it literally looked like, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It just looked like the monkey game where you like pop balloons, but like has factory balloons elements tower to defense? It. Yeah, it looked like that to me. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. I'm sure there's more to it, but like I didn't really go into it. I just didn't have interest. So maybe I'm sleeping on it. Did you guys, do you guys even know what game I'm talking about? No. I No, I think I missed this in the direct. Might have been when you were getting your snack. So anyway, Factorio, if I'm sleeping on that, please let me know. Um, And then there was Various Daylife. Oh, come on. Various Daylife? It's a JRPG. Of course it's a JRPG. Um, It's by Square Enix. It's another HD 2D game. All right, it so looks nice. Square Enix is mine. I, uh, like, I take responsibility for this, guys, because if it is Square, like... That's on me. Sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah, it's all JP's fault. It's on me. Gosh damn it, JP. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then... So, do you want to add anything to that one, Mr. Square Enix guy? No. It's, it's very no, simple. No, I mean, if there was a point where you could get in a quick nap during this direct, it was while they were talking about various day life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's part of my various day life is taking a nap. I mean, uh, hey. if, look, if you like life sims with none of the charm, with none of the fun, various day life looks like it's great for you. If Angela from The Office were to play one video game, it would be various day life. <laughs> it's like is, the is embodiment it, of her personality. It's just like, there oh, you that's go. Funny. There's <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> um... Yeah, and so I'll just segue that one nice and smooth. Um, Resident Evil 2, 3, 7, and 8 are coming to Switch as cloud games. As cloud games. As cloud. Now, if they excluded the cloud, I understand that they need it to be through the cloud. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to run these games. Um, that being said, like I think the, like the stipulation I have with anything that ever runs through the crowd, the cloud is... The fact that you're always going to need that solid internet connection, meaning that half the point of the Switch, which is its portability, is removed if you have to use cloud streaming. 
And that, like, I think it's fantastic that RE two, three, seven, and eight are coming to the Switch as like a cloud service. Like, whatever, that's fine. But in a way, doesn't that ruin the point of the Switch a little bit? And so I think we, I think we've had this argument before. Where we're just like, what is the point of clouds on Switch? And so I think it comes right. down to like, if this is the only way you can play Resident Evil two, three, seven, eight, and you have a solid internet connection, which they did say there'll be a demo to test. Um, so that's at least nice. Um, then this is a probably a good option for you if it's like at the twenty dollar price point or whatever, twenty to forty ish. It shouldn't be more than twenty though. Wait for a sale. Sure. Um, sure. I think this is fine option, but yeah, like for you and me, where we have other ways to play these Resident Evil games, you might as well not get it on the Switch. Well, I'll tell you who really needs to give their opinion. Zor, <laughs> the Resident Evil guy. How do you feel? I I think it's awesome that Resident Evil is becoming more accessible to other consoles. Um, I do feel like for the Switch, though, on as a cloud service, this is a bit extra and unnecessary. Right. Like, it is fantastic that it's available, and I think it, that's just what it is. It's like, it's there but you don't have to play it. You don't have to use it. You don't even have to know what cloud gaming is, but it is available to you. But it's there. Yeah. It's it's not like they're shoving it in your face and like, try cloud gaming with your Switch. It's going to be awesome and not defeat the purpose of your Switch. But yeah. no, it's, it's, it's just nice to have there. And I'll give it to Zach. He's right. I mean, none of this really took up a lot of real estate in the direct. So I didn't have a problem with it per se. Um, it just feels like, again, more fluff. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it does feel a little unnecessary to cloud stream Resident Evil onto a Switch, but... Now, before we get a little bit more, there is one game, Zach, where I rolled my eyes a little harder than I did at the rest of that, and that was uh, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. Yeah. Oh, really? Why? <laughs> because... Uh, okay, point this out if this is an unpopular opinion... I think the time for rhythm games is over. I I would... I think rhythm yeah. games had their place. Like, for example, did you know Kingdom Hearts released a rhythm game? Yeah, Melody of Memories. Yes, I own it. I hey, played it for 10 minutes. Can I borrow that for a sec so I get some save data so I can get my, like, <laughs> thing for Smash Bros? Oh, yeah, sure. your extra yeah, song. Yes, 100%. I'll let you do that. But Kingdom Hearts music slaps, so... It does, oh, yeah. It's if amazing. Can, so creating song. a rhythm game for the music in Kingdom Hearts makes fucking sense. And to be fair, Final Fantasy is kind of along that same vein, right? There's Final Fantasy characters in Kingdom Hearts, so... I, I kept waiting for this yeah. this uh, Final Fantasy music game trailer to, like, feature down the road some Kingdom Hearts DLC, but they never said it. I can't yeah. wait till they get Sephiroth D- DLC into Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, like, for this uh, Final Fantasy music game, like, the one song they showcased was One Winged Angel. Yeah, because it's the because that's like the only song, song that anyone can pick out of Final do, Fantasy. Do, 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 All right. Do, do. So oh, anyway, we're not doing that. <laughs> Actually, they would copyright the shit out of us, wouldn't they? Probably. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So yes, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. In my opinion, the time for rhythm games are just over, especially if you don't have like a real peripheral, like a Guitar Hero controller. Yeah. Like if it's just you're pressing buttons on a screen. Like, I feel, uh, yeah, the crowd's going to be there, but it's not nearly as big as it used to be. And and you you definitely strike a chord with me because... Ha. When, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Now there's a good pun. I did I'm not even notes. mean to do that. But 
like when the hype for Guitar Hero eventually faded out and it lasted a long time, it did. Like, there was so it much did. Guitar Hero. Well, they also tried to milk it a lot. Like there was yeah. like four in one oh, year. Yeah. And oh, then yeah, and right. then like they brought out Rock Band and all that stuff. Once that hype started dying down, that's when the music game scene really died out. I 100% and, like, agree. If if Guitar Hero and Rock Band were still high in people's minds, then yeah, I'd, I'd imagine that music-based games would be pretty popular right now, but now is just not the time. I Yeah, I just I 100% agree. And I think especially in an environment where people are looking for news about the newest Final Fantasy game, this almost was a little bit of a slap. Well, yeah, whenever you see Square Enix, you're expecting to be wowed by the next major production that they're coming out with. <laughs> yeah. And then when they show you a music game, you're just like, God damn it, Square, fucking show me something fucking better. Around? That's like, all you do is fuck around. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of... doing their best. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. If Probably I, not, actually. It makes you realize that Square Enix comes out and shows a lot of shit throughout the years. And, like, all year round... And only a very small portion of it is actually very exciting. I agree. So, you know, if you're excited for Rhythm Theater or whatever it's called, yeah, Theater 400 Final Fantasy songs. Okay, I'll give it that that's an impressive roster, and they say that they're going to keep adding to it. But again, it's just, who cares? Yeah, it's, it's not adding anything. But it is nice if you are madly obsessed with Final Fantasy and you just want more Final Fantasy. Or you want to take that trip down memory lane and listen to the classic jams that are contained within each game. Yeah. All right, Zach, what else do we have? And I know we didn't say it before, but we're calling this the low hype category. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Well, I think that's what we did before. I was trying to think of how to like verbiage that. Yes, we'll go back, but like this is all low hype, by the way. In, because... in our opinion, I'm sure there's one Factario fan who's going to get me roasted. What are you talking about? <laughs> Which is good. I'm glad that you have a game that you're happy about. Me it's too. like Pokemon always says, every Pokemon is someone's favorite. Exactly. True, true. Um, and then um, kind of like one more small game I thought was kind of interesting was that Rain Code game. That's got... I think it's made by the people who made Danganronpa, which is escaping me, but it's like Danganronpa fused with Persona, fused with Ace Attorney. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, that so... That is a lot. I feel like they... Sh- I wish they would have showed more gameplay of this, but maybe, like, that's on purpose, because it's probably a visual novel of some kind with those three fusions. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it looked really cool. It, it has a chance with those uh, creators or those, like, elements to make a really cool story. Um, did you guys have any thoughts on that game? Literally, I don't even remember what this game was, so no. Yeah, I that's a, that's I exactly nothing. that's like my point is how forgettable quite a bit of this showcase was. But the things that stuck out really stuck out. Okay, I'll and, give, yes, and JP, yes. so far, once I mentioned this next one, it was only ten minutes of this forty-minute direct. I'll have to look more into that, but okay, let's say you're right. Let's say you're right. Are we still in low hype or are we moving on? We're in low mid hype for this next game. Low mid hype. <laughs> Front Mission 1 uh, is coming out, I think, in November, with Front Mission 2 coming next year sometime. And then they announced again that Front Mission 3 is coming as well. Um, why would you care? Well, if you like Fire Emblem, this is Fire Emblem with mechs. It's a tactical mech RPG. It looks very customizable. And it looks really cool to me who loves mechs, but... I think mechs games are so fucking cool. Like, I think this is going to reach its crowd. I think that's another genre that's kind of lost hype. 
the like, mechs? Yeah, like I remember on the Xbox OG seeing all these Gundam games and like just mechs everywhere, and I, you just don't see it much anymore. I just feel like that would be so fucking cool in a VR game if they do it right. Oh, a if mech it's VR. done right, yes. yeah, definitely. Although, like, what has been the biggest title in mech games over the last few years? Was it Damon X Machina? Uh, Titanfall. Oh, Titanfall was way before Damon X. No, Damon X was 2017. Was it? Titanfall was like 2014. Oh, okay. dude, you could play Titanfall 2 on the Xbox 360. Like, it's old. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. But then before, I mean, I'd say there's not that many mech games. Yeah. I feel that, I think big a, mech games. Yeah, pun big intended. ones. Yeah. Big ones, I would argue not. I think there's a good amount of mech games, just they don't usually get the attention. I feel like if someone does it right, though, that's a really unventured thing. Like, if you get, like, I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles X is probably one of the, it, I, they did it really well. Yeah. They actually made the mechs irrelevant towards the end game, which I thought was, like, the one thing I would say I wish they would have fixed, but... That that was really cool because the mechs like opened up the world and you could like it, it just made you more powerful. So sure, but that's like yeah, that's that's neither here nor there. So anyway, mechs do it. Somebody, <laughs> yeah, somebody with lots of money, do it, do um, it right, make it big. All right, so the next up is Kirby Return to Dream. Well, oh no, okay, now we're in mid. We're that's, in mid, that's full what I mid was about to hide. Good, good, ask good, is, good. do you want to go to mid at this point? Yeah, I think I do. All right, so I now do. we're in mid hype. All right, so Kirby's Return to Dreamland, which is a Wii game, and it is is being remade in this like cool little like I don't know comic book. Not, I wouldn't say comic book art style, but it's like very cartoony. Okay, cartoony art style. Wait, I got a, I got a question here just right off the bat. So, Return to Dreamland was on the Wii because I remember playing Dreamland Kirby's Dreamland on like Game Boy or the Super Nintendo. Well, that's Kirby's Dreamland. Return yes. to Dreamland. I when thought... they came back to Dreamland. Oh. They returned. <laughs> yeah, well, see, I thought that this was the very first revive. I thought this was the first remaster of Dreamland. <laughs> the, the Kirby makers are like, "Wow, I didn't think we'd really trip anyone up on that." <laughs> well, I was really excited about it cuz I'm like, "Oh my god, after like 30 years this game is finally getting a remaster. That's awesome." It's not the same one. And and now I'm super disappointed it that it, or yeah, it came out like 10, 15 years ago. Now, here's the thing. From what I've heard about Return to Dreamland, people like it. Kirby fans do like it. And you know what? I love Kirby. Christine loves Kirby. It's always good to get more Kirby content. Um, but it is what it is. It's it's a remake. I like it. It's I a like- good filler game for February. If you don't have anything to play somehow... There, there is a good game for you to play. Or if you really love Kirby, fuck yeah, you're getting this game because it's got new sub games. It's got a like this new mecha form. See what I'm talking about, people? You what if what Kirby perfects about? the mech game? <laughs> Kirby will do it. Kirby will perfect Poil. the mech <laughs> equation. Kirby's, Kirby's so powerful, he doesn't need a mech. But the fact that he gets a mech is comical. But I love he it. Gets a mech. <laughs> um, like attaching a toothpick to a sword. They were really vague on the online play, and I tried rewatching it. Maybe I should have like gone into the actual website and like looked into it i'm not sure if you can online play the sub games but that would be really fun that'd be a good selling point to let you do that it looked like you could like all the mini games were full online capability that's what i don't know man once i play it we'll see we'll see all right what else do we have for mid hype well i i just want to say one last thing on kirby i am really excited to see the part of the life timeline that we're at with the switch where we're seeing new kirby games or like Kirby content. It's so we're still, by the way, we still have the ongoing bet where Zach has said 
when New Zelda launches, we are also getting the Switch Pro. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I, I admire your tenacity in sticking to that. But at this point, I just I think it's don't stubbornness know. at this point. But yes, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, and we we've pointed out on previous episodes before that Nintendo's consoles follow certain phases, and once a Nintendo console starts entering like the Kirby phase, that's when you can kind of start looking for the next iteration of a console. Yeah, not but doubt. the president has been has said this is going to be a longer life cycle than others. Now, if that's just PR talk or real talk knows i feel like he wouldn't just say that if he wasn't gonna do it but we are also entering year what six seven of the switch yes 2017 it'll be 2023 so what is that six yeah yeah six yeah, years it's, it's coming up and here's the thing i mean it, it, it might be the same console with a new name kind of like what nintendo did with the 3ds and then the new 3ds yeah <laughs> like they count the new 3ds as like a brand new console no 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 it's a refresh it's a refresh refresh well, I mean, they already did the Switch OLED, so... Swole LED. I, the Swole LED. Yeah, the Swole LED. So, I mean, like, Nintendo... I don't have a problem with them keeping it up because the Switch is fucking fire. Like, keep it up, boys. Like, what you're doing. Like, just make it more powerful. <laughs> Please. Literally, I, I wish I uh, put more thought into the script and put, like, we've had a release for a Nintendo Switch every month this year. We've had at least one new game. Whether it's a port or anything, but, like, the, the Switch has been feasting, like, all freaking year long. Really has. Like, and it's been mostly varied, too, so it's not like one person has been eating. I mean, I guess JRPG fans, you know, like me. Yeah. We, we've been eating real good. But... You guys got an all-you-can-eat buffet always set up. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that was Kirby. Exciting. Comes out, was it February 13th? Uh, 24th. February 24th. February 24th. February 24th, yes. Cool, cool. Um... Let's okay, see. now we actually get into some good stuff. Yeah, okay. Well, I think we could put Octopath Traveler 2 down there. I was Okay, I was actually going to mention that Octopath Traveler was uh, showcased quite a bit for a February 2023 I think it release. was their opener. Yeah, it, well, it was really... Or no, it wasn't. It was up it was there. second opener. But it was a really was highlight game. game. Like, they cut into this, and Nintendo's like, look at this badass game. Yeah. And then you see Octopath Traveler 2, and I just fucking lost it, because somewhere out there, Peach has had an aneurysm. <laughs> I love how Octopath Traveler has become, like, the meme of this fucking podcast. And I love how popular this game is, and, like, how big it actually is, because it gives substance to us cracking jokes about it. <laughs> if Peaches were here, he would have had just had a heart attack. <laughs> okay, now that being said, I've acknowledged as someone who's actually played Octopath Traveler, it just a does... savant, if you will. Yeah, savant. It simply does not get the same amount of uh, exposure and love in the States as it does in Japan. So for them to dub it and bring it here is fucking awesome, but to Americans, it's a fucking meme. So... For you, Zach, I am surprised you kept it in mid-hype, because I thought for sure this was going to be a low-hype for you. I mean, it'll be a good game. They're good games. They are good games. You just, you only have time for so many RPGs, damn it. It's true. And I feel like they pumped out like five just this year alone on that fucking new engine, so I'm a little, I'm a little, a little HD 2D'd out, if you will. Right, right. As I say, is I think Tunic can go on this mid-hype thing, too. Did you guys see Tunic? Okay. Yeah, Tunic looked pretty good. So Tunic, is that with the little fox guy? Yes. The Link? Yeah, Zelda Fox. Yep, I or, love it. Yeah, Link Fox. I love it. I want to play this game. Yeah, be, well, the game's, like, the cinematics of the game and the art style really looked 
very close to um, Link's Awakening, mm. the remake of it. All right, so there's two other things that you put in this category. Number one, Pikmin 4. Now, this surprises me for you, Zach, because when the people who have called this the midiest mid-direct that's ever been directed, they usually actually say that Pikmin 4 is a saving grace, and yet you've got it in mid-hype. So I know we didn't get much, but what's the mindset there? Uh, We didn't get much. In fact, I think the director threw... Was it... Was it Miyamoto? I feel like it was Miyamoto. Yeah, it was Miyamoto. Yeah, he uh, goes, we're not going to show you any gameplay. And I was like, okay. But uh, here's my uh, mobile game, Pikmin Bloom. Yeah, the mobile like, game. Yeah. They gave so much <sighs> hype to Pikmin Bloom. I was actually pretty happy about that because I was like the only person sitting there like, oh boy, they're talking about a game I play. You play Pikmin Bloom? I do. I play Pokemon Go and Pikmin Bloom. Are you fucking kidding? How have you never mentioned this? I think I've mentioned it I maybe once. Maybe I just didn't listen. Probably not. <laughs> okay. There really is not much to that game. Like, you play Pokemon Go and you're like catching the Pokemon. You're like, yay. You play Pikmin Bloom. You literally are just watching a screen. Like, there is very little you do in this game. <laughs> so fair. Fair. Um, but then they did talk about Pikmin 4, and they said, it is happening. It's a game. Next it's a year. game. Yeah. And that is literally, I guess they talked about the perspective and how now we're going to be from the Pikmin perspective, which I thought, ooh, okay, there's a change up. That could be neat. I appreciate, you know what? Fine, fair. Pikmin's really popular. It's on its fourth iteration. We needed something different. Okay, Sounds cool. So your field of view is like a couple centimeters lower <laughs> than it already was? Because like Olimar and the true. rest of those... Uh, alien species, whatever you want to call them. They're the same fucking height as a Pikmin. So, like, <laughs> what is your perspective shift here? Could you, uh, kind of show, it's like more of like an action camera thing. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Could you Versus imagine... like the StarCraft view yeah. where you can see everything. Oh, Could like you imagine like down. point of view, you're a Pikmin, and it's all of our throwing you at someone. Right, in I see, like, they just go launching. <laughs> so I'm somersaulting <laughs> through the air, just gonna fucking throw up. So I put that at mid-hype just because that There's felt... There's not... Because it was nothing. It was literally very little. It yeah. was almost nothing. There, he bragged more about his new Pikmin shirt than about the game. Hey, that was a cool shirt, though. I'm not saying it wasn't a dope shirt. Like, he saying. walked on screen, and before he even opened his mouth, I was like, that's a pretty fucking cool shirt. It is a cool shirt. I might look for that shirt. Yeah. And then he's like, and I made a new shirt. I was like, hey. That's great, bud. Now, where's that gameplay? Yeah. Now, where's the gameplay? Yeah, all we saw was the bunch of Pikmin assembling into a number four. (laughs) And that that was the only gameplay we saw. Yep. And the camera pan. Oh, yeah. Oh, to the... That was it. I was watching that with Christine, and you know that weird-looking slug? Yeah. Yeah. Christine was like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) I hate it. Tell her to play Pikmin. I think she'd like it. I think she'd like it. All right. Next, we have uh, Bayonetta 3. Now... On, it, it, we currently have it slated for an October 28th release date, which, number one, that's a lot sooner than I think anyone was anticipated. That's like five weeks away. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah. yeah September is kind of quick. Dude, it's already halfway fucking over, over halfway over. By the time this launches, like, it's going to be a month until the new Bayonetta releases, which is funny because for the while we got no Bayonetta news. And then at one point, we just start getting all the Bayonetta news. Oh, yeah. Which will go into my discussion that we're going to have in the next episode. I like Bayonetta, man. I think she's awesome. Um, and I like, because this was eight and a half minutes or something of our direct. 
which it should have been. It was her being a badass and showing why this is not like an expansion where this is a third game. Um, you're finding this new thing called homunculi, which they just, you know, they, they look like if enemies. And then they have the super powerful enemies. And they then look so, like bad guys. Um, if you've ever watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, homunculi. Yeah, you, it's you giving know. me some bad vibes. It's giving me flashbacks <laughs> of terror. Um, and so they started out kind of, and I kind of got annoyed. I was like, I rolled. They're like, here's how you do a combat. You use the punch button. So this is when they kind of do that over-explaining thing. And so, like, Bayonetta has fast-paced combat, and it's badass. And you can just mash buttons, and you're going to probably be pretty successful, especially if you go on the lower difficulties. Um, but then they talked about now you have this new ability where you can become the demon like you'll like summon a demon but bayonetta's back there still like controlling the demon and so it's kind of a double-edged sword like as you like you can swap between being a demon and being bayonetta because bayonetta is totally exposed to get beat up by some spawning enemies right while you're fucking stuff up as the demon there were variations where like you could get new weapons and like it would change like how you would use it but you were still right. doing pretty similar combos and now weapons give you like new demon abilities which are almost like zelda light because one of them turns you into a spider and then you can go explore this little pathway over there and so i i just like how they show that there's more depth to this bayonetta game and this is why it's been in cooking for a while so let me ask you this zach it's clear that this showcase this nintendo direct actually did a pretty good job of giving us a lot of information we did not already know about bayonetta 3 Yes. Why is it in mid-hype? It's, it should be in hype-hype for me. Oh. Yep. All right. Yep. Can you imagine if I was more structured in my life? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> in fact, you know what? I'm assuming from here on out, we're actually going to be talking about things that you're pretty hyped about, right? Yeah. So is it time to enter that fire Diablo sauce? Is it time to get into high hype? Well, not Diablo Immortal sauce, but yeah, fiery Diablo yeah, sauce. You know what I mean. You know, that <laughs> spicy salt. Okay, well, so Bayonetta is still in the hype thing, and you also get to play as that character called, like, Viola, and she also does the same thing, but you get a giant fucking teddy bear as your demon. So nice. that's pretty cool. Okay, so if that's the case, you've all you've actually got a lot of things that are in the high hype category. I mean, it's all nostalgia slash DLC for me. I like the DLC. I like knowing that my games are continually being updated, Yes, there's definitely a price in the fact that sometimes these games have been released with lacking content. I agree, but it makes every direct kind of fun. So I'm like, ooh, what are they adding to this? Ooh, what are they adding to that? Okay, so, so let's talk about some of the additions. So what are some of the main things you want to highlight regarding DLC, add-ons? What's coming to us? I guess we can start at the end Nintendo Switch Online and 64 update. That'd be a good place. Um, Mario Party, which I thought was funny. They waited a year, and since Mario... The remake Mario Party Superstars, is that what it was called? Yep, Superstars. Uh, um, was released, but Mario Party 1, 2, and 3 are now coming to the Nintendo Switch online service. Which I think is very cool. With the online play, that is neat. Nice memory, nice trip down memory lane. I think a Nintendo um, Switch online with the N64 and the GameCube, that's what makes the most sense to me. Because those are your party games that you could just get to play online with your friends anywhere. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm pretty much in full excited territory, especially since my two favorite Nintendo 64 games are coming out, which is Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. Yes. Absolutely. Now you're talking. Now that this was, is an announcement. Yeah. No, like in the first wave of Nintendo 64 games that came out, I was clueless as to why Pokemon Stadium, at least the first Pokemon Stadium, was not on that list. I think it's like an internal plan they've got to like, okay, we've got to pad this out. We'll do like two fucking fire games filled with like three to four. Oh, cool. 
Well, I think I think that's the plan. They're just rebuilding the N64 library, much like Disney has the phases for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like Phase 1, 2, and 3. Uh, that's fair. Phase 1, they had Legend of Zelda and Banjo-Kazooie and, like, Super Mario 64. Phase 2, they're going to focus on, like, those more nittier, grittier that people who really loved the N64 would know. I, dude, I don't know. I, I think... hope we can play those mini games online. Oh, I fucking sure. yes. love those mini games. That was my biggest question from the NSO trailers: was <laughs> will we be able to play Pokemon Stadium online? Yes, you, yes. you can do them all online. I just don't know if they'll do the sub games right. I feel like they will. I would hope so. I feel like they will. I'm gonna say that this is actually making me really contemplate getting that. Uh, reiteration they did of the N64 controller, you know, the one you can buy for $60 on the Nintendo store. I got it. You got it? Nice. Got it. Oh, brother, is Does it, cool? it still blister your thumb? A little. A little. No. I mean, <laughs> I guess I haven't played Mario Party 1 on it yet. Yeah, that'll do it. Which I was curious. I thought they, I don't know if they put the disclaimer in there or not, but like, I feel like they legally should put in a disclaimer because they know some Dillweed's going to try it. Don't we all agree that Mario Party 2 is like peak Mario Party? Isn't that a consensus? I thought 3 and 4 were pretty good. Mm. I'm going to say the GameCube ones were pretty good. Yeah. Except for the mic thing. But the mic was cool when it started, but now it's just a, it just feels like a gimmick. Yeah, absolutely. Wii, Wii U was uh, unpeak Mario Party. Though. Unpeak. Oh, dude, no. The first game, the first Mario Party for the Switch tanked, too. I liked that one. I thought it was Did good. Did you? Superstars yeah. was where it was at, dude. I agree. Superstars is better, but there was also a remake of the yeah. first three. Like, yeah, I spent, yeah. Rehash. I, I, I picked that game up. I liked $60. it. I was, was more disappointed that it wasn't Superstars, but it was still a really good Mario Party game. Like, it had all the Mario Party elements to make it a game. Mm. Fair enough. And then, you know what? I don't know if this is for anybody, everybody, but there were a few people that were extremely excited for 1080 snowboarding. Did y'all play that on the N64? I did. Actually, I, I kind of perked up a little bit because that was a fun game for me. I like just okay. knowing other people are getting that game because that series is like dead. <laughs> I think it came to the GameCube and then it hasn't came to anything since. Yeah, no, that series died in the early 2000s. I think that's EA who makes these too, right? Probably. Or Activision. And... Oh, I just threw a plot. <laughs> and finally. Finally, finally, finally. GoldenEye yes. is coming with NSO Nintendo Switch Online. Yes. What an announcement. That is exciting because, like, that game is what everybody knows the N64 for. Yep. Like, between well, the... Well, Mario Kart Smash Bros., but oh, yes. No. GoldenEye's good. Oh, like, everyone I knew was like, you got N64? You got GoldenEye? All right, I'll hang out. Yeah. And, no, like... No. I, yes. Or go at Smash Bros. What <laughs> the fuck is Smash Bros.? I only play GoldenEye. <laughs> You Dude, you could have been cool and showed them Smash Bros. It would been happy too. Well, I well a cooler kid would have gone outside and played on bikes and stuff. I don't touch grass, you fucking freak. Ew, grass. <laughs> it's all wet or hot <laughs> or cold. It just is too unpredictable outside. No, you know what? I got to give Tazar on this one. I totally agree. Goldeneye like had its own fan base just on its own. The fact that it's coming back, incredible. The fact that it's coming with NSO. On this, on paper, incredible. Yeah, yeah, like the full online capabilities of matchmaking games for Goldeneye is insane. Like when 
you played Goldeneye on the N64, you that was what you wished, was you could play other people in Goldeneye. And now you can. Let's see if Nintendo can actually pull off that multiplayer. That's, that's all I'm hoping is just... I don't know if it's more difficult or less difficult to add a multiplayer into, like, such a primitively built game that never considered online capabilities to begin with. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's easier to shoehorn that in when it's not been thought of than trying to update a server, I suppose. I mean, here's the thing about Nintendo Switch Online. Even when Nintendo is as methodical as they want to be about it, it still doesn't work out a lot of the time. So... And you know what? It's That's been what a lot of other people who have talked about this direct has said. It's like, it's not that they're not excited for GoldenEye. They absolutely are. But it's just Nintendo are, is advertising this NSO matchmaking with a lot of confidence yes. that might be a little undeserved. Yes. Yes. I, I guess we just got to wait and see how they do it. <laughs> see if it agree. actually works. It's gotten better. I will say that. They've improved I, good. it. Good. I'm glad they're going in the right direction. Um, then... There was Mario Kart 8 DLC. I was really like Mary. I, I, I've, I think we've come to this consensus. They're putting in a lot of the Mario Kart Tour ones, which is fine. They're neat. They're fine. I'll give it to them that I'm impressed with the quality of the tour games, but like the whole uh, the tour maps because they have been cool. They have been creative. They have been fun to play. But the whole point of this was to give us a little bit of that nostalgia, right? Like they're saying we've got 48. No well-known maps from out your childhood that's coming to you right now. Well, I think they just said 48 new tracks. That's just what you assume, JP. Mm. It's 48! <laughs> you can see on the icons when you go into the tracks. Right, that 48 new tracks. They didn't yeah. say it was going to be, like, from your childhood. Well, so, like... The I would have way- liked that more. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm so just they're saying. just going to go to... How many have they included for Mario Kart Tour? Why are they refusing to touch Double Dash? I don't understand. Well, we are only in the wave. second wave. Third. Third wave? This is the third, third wave. Yeah, sorry. This is wave number three. And it's like, that's my mindset is like, I hope that this just means they're saving the best for like the last two or three. Well, and in this direct, we only got the next two maps on the that's DLC fair. roster. And, more, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I just thought it was a little excessive to even include a hint at these two maps in this direct if they're not going to show us the other six maps. Well, see, I like that. I don't know. I, I guess I like the little teasers with that before they just throw it out there. And yeah. If it's going to... Yeah. Like, I mean, if they spend, like, 20 minutes on just, like, those two things, yeah, I'd be pissed. Or, like, even five minutes. But, like, it was, like, a 30 seconds, maybe a minute. So, I thought it was all right. I will also say, um, I'm glad they're giving love to DS Mario Kart, because I think that was the most slept-on Mario Kart of all time. I yeah. think that was P- especially that mission mode. Oh my god, I, I so wish they could good. bring that back. So good. Yes. Mm. All right, so uh, uh, ne- next wave, coming out. Did well, they say when that's DS started? Peach Garden. Uh, that's, that's what we're talking about. Yes, DS. that's what I'm saying, is they're not afraid to touch DS, which I'm happy about. Um, and I don't know if they did say when that was coming out. I feel like that's... I don't think so. They just said it was coming soon, maybe next quarter or something. I'll fact check. When do you guys talk about the other thing? Oh, yes. Well, I don't think we're going to know about a release date for these new Mario Kart maps until we see all six of them or all eight of them that are going to be releasing. Could be. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if anybody cares about this except me. Um, A lot of people have called this a dead game already, but Mario Strikers DLC. 
Diddy and Paulina are joining the crew. We've got a new map coming. Look, I... To be fair, like, I'm just having a good time playing Strikers with my buddies because it has been a, li a lot of fun. But I'll admit that I think most people are right and that this game, for the most part, was dead on arrival. So, like... But again, that's why you should be happy that they're padding it out more with free updates to some degree. But this might be one of the last ones, you know? Yeah, I I didn't get much hype from this. Uh, I actually thought Paulina was already in the game. Diddy seems like a really cool addition. Like that I like cool I liked what they showed with Diddy, but as soon as they showed Paulina, I really started scratching my head because why wasn't she already in the game? Yeah, and that's how a lot of other people have felt too. I I'm excited, but I liked it as well. I thought it'd be cool, especially because Paulina's like apparently like a powerhouse. Like so, she'll be bullying people. So why not? And then, okay, so maybe you're not excited about Strikers, Czar. What about the golf mode coming to Nintendo Switch Sports? Be a lot more excited if it didn't get delayed. <laughs> this should have been, I agree, this should have been a day one inclusion. Because golf on the Wii was legendary, on yes. Wii Sports was legendary, so it could have been legendary on Nintendo Switch Sports. But I did like how they did give some insight onto what's going on. Like, we're not just getting the Wii version of nine holes and you get to play those nine holes for all eternity. Yeah. They're actually including 28 different holes, including the original Wii's nine within okay. the package with the potential of future add-ons uh, in the future. Okay. So I, I like it. I'm really excited for it. I still have not picked up switch sports, but once the golf mode comes out, you best believe I'm going to pick up switch sports. Fair enough. 100%. I think, I think at that point, it's going to have enough content to justify picking it up. Oh, absolutely. I am just waiting for that golf mode. And, like, having a multitude of holes and, like, different courses to play on, I think is really going to shake the game up. And I really like the survival mode. Like, yeah, survival Yeah, mode. survival. Cool. I like the with the bowling, and I'm going to like it with the golf. I just think that makes it fun. And that was another thing that they advertised with uh, Switch Sports Golf Mode is that you can golf with eight people yeah. online at the same time. Yeah, that is going to be really cool. Yeah, that, that's a lot of new dynamics to explore, so be excited. All right, so two others. Uh, Splatoon 3, free updates for Splatfest. Um, said it once, said it a million times, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> I don't understand Splatoon hype. If you're a Splatoon fan, fine, great. I'm really happy for you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, Zach and all other eight of you. But uh, I think I'm I'm joking. I'm jo ridiculous. I'm joking. Yeah, I mean, this is something that I also just glazed over. I was just like, I do not care. Nearly two million retail copies sold when it came out on the day one. I know. It's popular Three and a half million. I know. I get it. Uh, but I don't get it. You know? I just think you need to get a legit shot. I have given... You played it for like 20 minutes. That's a shot. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, it's so literally a shot, pun intended, okay? No, like, it's like you gotta play it like Call of Duty where you understand the weapon systems and all that stuff and how you can, like, use the movement. It's pretty fun. It's a good game. I, I know, I just but think like, there's that it's a baby game and that's like what's catering all off most of these Americans. games are baby games that is not my problem every game is a baby game if you want to pretend you're hard enough <laughs> like fuck oh this really? conversation out of context is hilarious a baby game <laughs> let's you and i settle this at baby park i'm in i'm in <laughs>
but right. not that bullshit on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. We're going fucking GameCube. You want to go double dash, huh? I got the babies. I've got the cart that's shaped like a little I've got the babies. stroller. Like, you can't fucking beat me. Make sure to mirror that course. Yeah, because that matters really a lot. Throw me <laughs> off. <laughs> You'll be making right turns instead, instead of, of left, left turns. turns. It does confuse you. No, no, no. In the original, you're making right turns. And then reverse. Oh, you are, be, yeah. yeah. It's you re- going. Yeah. All right, so Splatoon 3, seriously, is there anything you want to add to the conversation? I, I'm just, you know, I think everyone saw it coming, but it is good to have that full confirmation that it will be getting those uh, after-release updates. Yeah, free updates. I just figured you would want to talk a little bit more about the other thing we've got here, which is the new Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Wave 2 DLC. What are we getting in the DLC? Uh, you get a new hero, you get new challenge battles, and you get cool new gear, and of course, everyone's favorite in a JRPG swimsuits naturally excellent good stuff anything here that really excites you or that you didn't already know about I mean all that is stuff I didn't really know about I'm excited for all of it that's why it's in the the hype category I I already own all these games I get all these free updates to my games like oh my god that is kind of a trend I've been noticing with this direct is like most of the DLC is advertised as free they're all just free updates to games you're loving yeah so We've got three more announcements, and I'm going to be honest with you. If I was making this direct, this is where I would have started the top-tier hype, like high hype. That's just my opinion. So I'm going to wait for the best announcement for last. Let's talk a little bit about Fire Emblem Engage. Now, if I remember correctly, we were all a little disappointed because of the previous direct where we got, like, uh, Fire Emblem again, but it wasn't Three Houses, right? It was, like, some kind of uh, Dynasty Warrior-style game. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. You remember that? So, Fire Emblem Age like, of like Calamity. Like, Warrior. The Age of Age Calamity. Of Calamity. <laughs> I think it was just called Fire Emblem Warriors. That, so, no, so that is already out, too. There, there was yes. another game after that. Fire Emblem so, Dynasty. What was it called? Dynasty, I don't, I'm telling you, Warriors. Was that not right? No, because Warriors was the... Oh, it was Fire Emblem Three Hopes. Three Hopes. Okay. Because ah, okay. Warriors was already ported from the Wii U. That's why I thought that was funny, because there's already a Dynasty Warriors right. of it. So this is the second Dynasty Warriors. But now we have a new Fire Emblem game. That's the point, though, is like the Fire Emblem fan base was hungry, and now Fire Emblem Engage we have to look forward to. And now, this was the announcement trailer we got in this Direct, but it's already slated for a January... 20th release, which is pretty damn good, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to talk about calling on previous heroes. It's going to talk about bringing in new heroes, tons of fan service. I don't exactly know if it's going to be a brand new story or not. Was that made apparent? I think it is a totally brand new story, but with callbacks. And I think the, the weird thing about that is like the Fire Emblem series doesn't usually have those callbacks, right? It's like Final Fantasy in that like you can kind of jump in wherever. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's pretty damn cool for the Fire Emblem series. And I mean, it's already got like the super deep strategic combat. And now you get to add on another layer with these like summons or whatever. That's pretty cool. It felt pretty big when they showcased Marth. Like, <laughs> right. It, that is pretty uh, sick. I know nothing about this series, but when that I saw... That guy's in Smash Bros. Yeah, that yeah, guy's that in Smash Bros. Smash. And like the music they had around when they showed Marth, it just felt like a huge reveal. I was like, oh. I feel a part of this hype, even though I don't know it. I'm a part of it. I don't know what's going on, but woo. But woo, it's exciting. All right. There's Uh, one more thing. Um, You can have it. You can have it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Zelda, we got a title. (laughs) We we got 
the least amount of news you could give for this game. (laughs) You're right. You're absolutely right. Which is honestly good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're... It is. I think it is. Like, that's fair. Breath of the Wild 2. What more the fuck do you want to know? And I don't want to find... I don't want to over find out information about this game. Like, I really do want to explore this world like I did with Breath of the Wild. Okay. Like, I don't want to be given way too much. So let's start from the top. I got... I let my enthusiasm get the best of me. Let's start from the top. First of all, we officially know the name of the next Zelda game, the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Tears of the Kingdom. A little disappointed it's not Breath of the Wild 2, but okay. <laughs> a, lot, a few people are, and I saw this conspiracy theory on uh, TikTok, which, so that's how you know it's legit. But of course, like, a part of this trailer was that this direct actually didn't come out in the UK, and nobody really understands why. I heard one TikToker theorize that Tears of the Kingdom would have been pretty on the nose considering Queen Elizabeth oh, yeah. II just passed. That does make sense. Yeah, that yeah, that would have been in very yeah. poor taste. <laughs> All the Japanese people just... That would explain why they were talking about delaying it. Yeah. That actually like, is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah. in the, like, the most awful sense. Like, that would happen. So, yeah, they're just... Uh, ooh, that was just so, bad timing across the yeah, board. Yeah, they're just like, ah, damn it, we're gonna look like assholes. Oof. So anyway, I've heard that. I can't confirm or deny if that's true. It makes sense. But before we get into it, first of all, you, Czar, have said you're, or one of you said it, you're disappointed it's not Breath of the Wild 2. But honestly, what do you think of the title, Tears of the Kingdom? I think it looks good. And I think it's really going to fit into the content of the game. Because like, as you play through Breath of the Wild, you really understand why it's called Breath of the Wild. Yes. Um, and so I feel like there is going to be a strong story hint about the fate of Hyrule intermixed with the title of this game. One thing that I do think is really interesting is throughout the trailer, we never saw Zelda. We know that Zelda's free, right? Because the end of Breath of the Wild, spoilers oh. for a game that's five years old. And the opening trailer, like or the first one. It's true. Yeah. So I found it really interesting that Zelda wasn't there. Almost as if, like, you know, during whatever's happening in this new adventure, Link and Zelda are kind of, like, on their own path, kind of contributing to the same goal. But, of course, that's just speculation, because we don't know. Well, if you look at the time, uh, the stone tablet that they show at the beginning of this trailer, uh, it actually implies that Zelda has been kidnapped by the masked figure, the big masked figure that you see at the beginning right. of the trailer. Um, because as it pans over the stone tablet, you see the masked figure holding hands and leading Zelda away. And yep. then the next frame is her like levitating on a table in like a sleep state. Hmm. So uh, it looks like Zelda's been kidnapped again, but maybe not by Ganon. Uh, it it's possible. Maybe zombie Ganon. Zombie oh Ganon. Oh my god. Well, actually, if you remember the OG Breath of the Wild 2 trailer where we thought it was Breath of the Wild 2, that was a thing, was like zombie Ganon. So yeah, he yeah. looked badass as fuck. He did. He did. Now, here's the thing that I think we need to acknowledge as Zelda fans. Um, they did a really good job with um, kind of their timing of releasing the remake, port, whatever, of uh, Skyward Sword HD to the Switch, because as we've seen from this trailer and a lot of other trailers about uh, Tears of the Kingdom, Link is clearly in the sky now, doing sky-related things, and jumping in between, like, sky whatever, like these big dungeons, back to the ground. And that was, like, the immediate question for all of us, right? It's like, Breath of the Wild was expansive and amazing and immersive. How do you top that? 
Yeah. They figured out how to do it. Yeah, the over and under world. Going to space. Yeah, basically. Yeah, we're going to space, bitches. But I'm just wondering how much more can they do? Because in Breath of the Wild, we have already crawled over every inch of Hyrule. So what else can they hide down there? Yeah, Like, true. I want to know right, well, how listen, they... It's been six plus years so hopefully they've hidden a lot of fucking shit but has True. six plus years oh yeah the trailer did open with six years after no i no i i mean Imagine. Like, oh, Wild, the original came out well and see that's that's actually what leads my question to is like does this follow right after breath of the wild and like if so where would zelda go where would you do the exploration because like theoretically you would have already found all the treasure and good shit in Hyrule and all you have left to explore is whatever's up in the clouds how do you differentiate enough from the underworld where the ground is to the original game that's the big question isn't it and we're just not going to know until we get our hands on this amazing game and that's the thing it just looks so good it does it does and For what little we got, I really, I need it. I need it in I my hands. I need it. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Zar, because that's the thing. There was very little to the trailer, right? Because, like, take away the fact that we got the title of the game and that we got a date, which is what we'll talk about here in a minute. There was very little that we got out of the trailer that we didn't already know. We saw Link jumping out of the clouds, which we've already seen. We saw him gliding on some new, awesome bird-looking glider, which was cool. And then we saw him using his tablet abilities in a new way by kind of like using that rock and going upwards. You remember that? Yeah, and elevatoring. And not only that, but... Elevator. Elevatoring. That sounds like a sex move. Dematerializing <laughs> through, uh, like, inorganic material. Like, Link turned into a water drop and went through a stone wall and, like, climbed up the top. I didn't see that. Oh, awesome. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was one of his tablet powers. Or maybe, like... I, I don't even know what kind of power that could be, but you, you see several so new aspects that are just really cool that I can't wait to explore. Um, there was a new tool that Link has that I caught uh, from the trailer. It's like very closely related to the soul catcher from Twilight Princess. You know how it's like really? that orchid leaf and yeah. like it has the buds that you collect the tears of light from. You oh, see... no, 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 that's, uh, is that Twilight Princess? Yes. That is Twilight Princess. Yes, okay. that's Twilight Princess. You get the orchid leaf that you collect the tears of light. While you're you in see... the wolf form, that's right. Yes, and when Link is running ac- across the platform in kind of his uh, cloak, you see a new tool on the side of his belt that looks like that orchid, and it has several buds connected that. to it, almost looking like that it can, you know, hold tears. You guys wow. are my buds. A. Thanks, <laughs> but no, when you think of it that way, Tears of the Kingdom, you collect the Tears of Light from this orchid. Wow. The tool looks wow. exactly like that tear collector. Good catch. Good connection. These are every detail in the trailer that you think we didn't get upon closer examine. There is actually a lot more information there. That is so fascinating. Another interesting point, and I mean, I got to shout this out to a YouTube channel I watched uh, earlier called Luigi Bros. Yeah. Um, They covered like 40 things you missed in this trailer, and they highlighted the tool. They highlighted that like Death Mountain has um, 
calamity coming out of it or malice instead of like the smoke and lava. Yeah. So like there are several subtle differences. And then on the stone tablet, you see seven tiers around the masked figure, possibly implying seven dungeons. Ooh, very fascinating. All right. Now I know too much. (laughs) Now we know too much. We we need to go back. All right. So there's one last piece that we did get that hyped everybody the fuck up. The release date. As of now, Tears of the Kingdom is slated for May 12th of 2023. That's two days before my birthday. Oh! Birthday present for Zor. Birthday presents for Zor. I'm going to buy them all. I'm going to buy all the physical copies. I'm going to buy all the digital copies, which you thought was impossible. Didn't you? But I can, I'm going to do it. No. Don't be peaches. Don't kill all the Tamagotchis. No, not the Tamagotchis. <laughs> all right. So... There it is. That was the Nintendo Direct. That was the Direct that most people have called the midiest, midi- the midiest, midiest Direct that's ever been directed. Let's go around and talk about a score. Because obviously this is where we're going to differentiate a little bit. Zach, if you were to give this a grade, right, what would you give this Nintendo Direct? C. C? Okay. C's get degrees, JP. C's do get degrees. Not in a master's program. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Wait, really? That's what they do. Has now, to be yeah. C plus. Oh, Zach, have you oh, been getting C's? No, I just was curious. No, but just in case. What's my GPA need to be? <laughs> You're not going to tell me? It's B's. B average. Yeah, B average. That's lame. What if you get a B minus? Is that okay? No, they kill you. <laughs> they, <laughs> they sick the Nintendo ninjas on you. All right, <laughs> so we got a C. We got a C. Now, that's very middle of the road. Mid. Mid. Czar, what do you I'd, got? I'd have to give it a solid C, just right on that line. It it hit really high points, it hit really low points, but overall, Nintendo showed what Nintendo do. Like, this was Nintendo, what Nintendo needed to show at the end of the year. Fair enough. Uh, C- minus for me, C-. minus. Okay. I just think even mid is a little... You I mean, have been waiting for Breath of the Wild 2 news for... All year, all last you're year, right. the year before that, you like right. every direct that comes up, you're like, well, this direct would have been better if it had Zelda news. Let me ask you. And this. finally, we get a direct yes. with Zelda news and End you give it a C minus. Let me ask you this. And Bayonetta 3. And, and Bayonetta. Pikmin 4. If, and do you think this direct would still be worthy of the grade you gave it without Zelda? No. No. Do you think no. State of Play would still be worthy of anything if God of War wasn't talked about? Worthy Spoilers. of anything, yes, but not as good. But it's like... My point is that, like, I f- you're right. I've been waiting for Zelda news for so long, and I got a lot out of not just the trailer, but this conversation that we've had. Things you've pointed out, Zara, that I didn't notice. But here's the... The fact is that, like, I feel like it put this fucking direct on its shoulders. And it, that's not fair. It tried. It definitely that is, tried. That is not fucking fair. That, you know, this direct, I was like rolling my eyes, half glazed over for most of it, and then they just tacked Zelda on just as a way to kind of like, Zelda carried this thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, the thing people have been talking about is Zelda. To the degree where barely anything else has been mentioned, to the degree that Zelda No new Fire Emblem game, no new Kirby game, no Bayonetta 3. It's not a Kirby, (laughs) it's not a new Kirby game, it's a remake. Which is fine. 
Fire Emblem? Yeah, Last I, of Us was like literally one you. of the like four Sony games made this year. I told you that I thought Fire Emblem was great. I told you that I thought the Nintendo uh, Which is fine. I'm just like I'm just stuff is great. I'm making it sound like this was like total dog poo poo, which is like it was it was mid for sure, but it wasn't total dog poo poo. I didn't I'm not saying that it is total dog poo poo. You're like saying that a, a show lighty game takes away from the other parts, which there were other stuff in there to be good. I did not say it took away from the other parts. What I'm you're saying, saying take away Zelda, and it's there. It's it put it all on its shoulders. That's literally what you said. And I still think that's true. I agree. That's but that's what a show stopping game is supposed to do. Hmm. And there were still other games that were good. Sure, but not to Zelda quality. And that's why I made the comment about the God of War thing. There's nothing that's the God of War quality too. You know, like those are your top. We have not talked about state of play yet. We you are, can give me that when we do. We are dipping into spoiler unknown territory here, so we will have to pick up this argument next time, and we will finish this, hash it out to its completion. Yeah. But for now, we're gonna have to table it, shake hands, and walk away, friends. Not mid, touching him. Mid direct. I'm not touching him. Mid direct. Midest. Midest direct I've ever seen. I think we are all in agreement that it was a pretty mid-direct. We all gave it pretty solid Cs, U, J, P, a C minus, but relatively the same grades. I guess we'll have to see how we all give huh. the State of Play a, a grade. All right. I can't wait. So, I guess that's it. And plus, we've gone way over our time limit anyway. So, look, I, d- I don't want to come away from this thinking that it was negative. It's so super negative. There were a lot of great things to look forward to in this Nintendo Direct um, but yeah, mid, and pretty much everybody agrees on that, and that's where we're going to sleep on it. That being said, Zelda news, fucking awesome. Bayonetta news, fucking awesome. New Fire Emblem game, fucking awesome. And of course, everything coming to N64 Online, fucking awesome. And that's it. So, we're going to pick this up in the next episode, but for now, thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. You just got your game tea. Bye. A Huda Media Production.